0: When I see you, I see strength, I see courage, I see
1: determination. When I think of you, I see all of your possibilities, all that you've hoped for.
0: I see the things that others cannot
1: see. You're a survivor. A warrior, a beautiful being,
0: always remember that you matter. I encourage you to shoot for the moon, dream big, because even if you don't hit the moon, you can always land among the stars. The world is waiting for your greatness.
1: everyone. It's your favorite, Nyanka. And this is Redefined Success, episode four. Today, we have a special guest, one of my favorites, Kaya Jones. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and who you are.
0: OK, hello, everyone. My name is Kaya Jones. I'm a senior political science and journalism double major here at Temple University. Um, I am also the vice president of our student government dealing with external affairs, so everything that involves the community, sustainability, government relations, campus safety, all that good stuff I oversee. I'm also a diversity peer with the IDEAL office so we talk a lot about social justice and inclusion and how we can fix some of the issues going on in our society. Um, In addition to that I'm also a fellow for organization Ignite National and Ignite's mission is to empower young men women to Um, promote their political power, and ultimately give them the tools to be able to run for office.
1: Girl, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I like to keep busy. I like to keep busy.
1: How do you balance literally all of your roles on campus with school and then your personal life?
0: Um, I don't know, but I definitely think determination has a big factor in it. So, last year, during junior year, I decided, you know, these are the things that I want to accomplish before I graduate because this is going to be my last opportunity to do so. So, when I set those goals up and, like, put them into perspective, I was like, okay, now how am I going to create the time? So, if that means I have to wake up an hour earlier or stay awake a few hours later then like that's just what I have to do to get it done there's still many other things that I wish I was completing right now that I just don't have the time for but I just applaud the small accomplishments and you know eventually when in the right time God's time I'll complete
1: all those things that I want to see come into fruition yes what (laughs) what was like the catalyst for you but like I know you said you like set all these goals like what made you want to take on all these roles?
0: Okay so I um when it comes to student government I definitely have a strong um urge to serve the community that supports you. My dad always taught me that so that was always the sort of like mission that I had in my head like this is what I want to do I want to serve students and like just Implement positive change on this university. I had so many as like many other students I had so many complaints and so many things that I wanted to see Temple University be like so I was like instead of just sitting back and um, Talking about it from the outskirts, you know Let me dive in and like be a part of the change and let me see let me make some of the things I want to see happen happen And then, also, when it comes to Ignite and like promoting political power, I'm very much into politics. And I think it's very important that women of color are provided the opportunities to run for office and have their voice heard, especially during a time like this where like our reproductive rights are on the line and like very pressing issues that we should know about and we should care about. I'm like, we need to have some representation. So, any way I
1: can do to help that. I think something that stuck out to me a lot um, last year that you and the TSG, um, your campaign, becoming to you, mm-hmm. what I liked when I was reading y- you guys' campaign, you guys had a lot of solution based ideas. And I think that's something in terms like that I look for whenever I'm looking for someone that's gonna lead, like whether it's our small community or the bigger picture, I look for someone that has a solution-based mindset because yeah, a lot of the times we get caught up in this whole like, we're complaining and we feel like nothing can't be done. And I'm not gonna say that it's easy, like it's not easy. And maybe it won't ever look the way we think it should look, but we can't just sit there and just be like, like I hate that like temple does this or like but then you're like not doing anything you know what I mean I feel like it's either you don't complain or you be a part of the solution and like you don't have to take on a political role to be a part of the solution right and you're preaching to the choir right
0: now because um that's exactly how I felt when I would hear my peers always complaining I'm like okay so what are we going to do about this and like you said it's not easy but also you have to Utilize the resources that are in front of you. Like, at a college university, you, one, you have the population. Like, you have all these students that are, like, like-minded or, like, may not be. And you also have, like, support of, like, staff and the administration and things like that. And some things that are already in place that you may like, but you just don't know about them. Um, so a lot of the things that we had on our platform were, like, reinforcing these resources that we already have and, like, making use of them better and promoting them better so that students know these are an option for you. And I think we're doing pretty well at that. Um, a lot of the things that we wanted to do is like, don't make something new if the thing that we have isn't useless, like mm-hmm. it, it can be a little broken, but we're going to try to fix it before we just um, completely up and try something completely new. So.
1: It's I think on. you guys have done a, um, a great job in doing it, especially like using social media to your advantage. I feel like yeah, a lot of the things that were already in place. It's just like Temple is a pretty big school, mm-hmm. and it's hard for word to travel everywhere. And you guys have done a great job circulating that. Nice, so. nice. But my question <laughs> is to you is: for someone that maybe isn't doesn't want to take on a political role, you know, be part of politics, how would you encourage them to still be a part of their communi- community and advocate for the rights that? Or not advocate for the rights, but advocate for their community.
0: Right, um, that's a great question. So, I I'm well aware that like a lot of women aren't planning to run for office, or like some that may not be everyone's aspiration, and that's completely fine. But I think it's really about getting women into these spaces and like letting their voice be heard. So, some ways that I advocate right now are like there are these things called um, oh my gosh, what are they called? Council? Okay, they're essentially council boards. I forget the exact name, but you can literally probably look up Philadelphia Council Board. And there's some ranging from, like, sugar tax to, like, bigger issues on, like, um national security or things like that and you can sit on the board there's always vacant seats so like recently I sat on a board for sustainability and I just sat in the meeting and then at the end I was talking to the director of everything and I was like yeah I'm interested in you coming to the meetings more often and she said would you like to sit on the board and I'm like Do am I qualified and she's like (laughs) are you interested and I was like yeah and she's like we literally are just looking for people who are interested in these issues like we do a lot with advocating for the budget and like sending suggestions and proposals for the city so it's like that's what you do is that something you'd be interested in I'm like yeah um so it was just mind-blowing to me that like there was this opportunity for someone that hasn't even graduated college yet to make a huge impact on like what the city Mm -hmm. does next with sustainability but also voting like um compared to women I mean compared to men historically women vote less and that's very troubling when just like I said all the issues that are like attacking our gender are coming at us right now um, under this administration. So I'd like to see more women getting out to the polls and like more women supporting women who are running. Um, That was a big thing our campaign was all about, was being an all-female led campaign and how women could work together in this space and do well and be successful. So
1: Um, I just actually read uh, an article. And it was someone from the Ignite team um, I don't think it was the temple one, but just the branch of Ignite. Um, and they spoke about the fact that she felt the reason millennials weren't voting were because of lack of representation, just lack of education behind voting. A lot of like it's like a lot of the times, like people are just like, Okay, go vote, but what's the initiative to get, you know, our demographic to go vote? Because, you know, the time we're in right now isn't the same time we were in. 20 30 years ago it's mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like uh, we feel like a lot of stuff are just you know it's just not working in our favor so we don't know wh- what it is that we should be voting for mm-hmm. so i know you spoke about like the council stuff but what 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 are other ways that millennials can find initiatives or what are websites or sources they can use that will kind of you know educate them more about voting or just other means of like what can they do outside of voting mm-hmm. if that makes sense okay
0: um so i would completely agree with that article that the reason millennials aren't voting is because their lack of knowledge and also i think their lack of feeling acknowledged um like we we want to see results from like the time that the work that we're putting in so if we're going out and voting we would hope that the candidate that we're voting for is actually elected um but just some ways besides voting that students can get involved is like the aclu um that's american civil liberties union and they have one in every state and even more concentrated in like big cities so philadelphia has a chapter and they're just always having seminars and like little like social hours events weekly where they like are talking about a specific issue whether it's immigration or like taxes or anything anything they're always just like looking out for like social justice issues and like advocating for them in a way and i've only been able to attend one event for them it was a happy hour slash mixer and it was really nice because like all the people were young so it wasn't that awkward moment where you had to be like oh uh, so John what do you like to do and he's like play golf and I'm like <laughs> oh never played golf before and then the yeah, <laughs> conversation it was, like was silent yeah. it was like a lot of temple alum or like Drexel alum and like we were or um even students and we were just able to talk about that whole experience and also like what we plan to do next there were a lot of like um people that were in law school or like graduated from law school and like that was great insight and networking for me as someone who's like looking to go to law school eventually so it was just a great space and also for a good cause and I think young people need to find and not only that they need to find but more of these events need to be created for us to like be able to talk about social issues but like not have to go through the awkwardness of Yeah,
1: (laughs) it (laughs) gapped. And to add to that point, I would just say, like, not as a young professional, like not waiting for that opportunity to present itself. Like, you know, you can't depend on someone to open that space for us. We have to create that space. And a couple weeks ago, I had met um, the founder of Global Village. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you you heard about that. Um, But what he did is he put together pretty much just like a meetup of the people within his organization and then people in the city, um, like the city councils and stuff like that. And they pretty much all sat together in a room coming up with solutions to the issues that are plaguing our community currently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the impact in that alone and just getting people that are like, you know, part of the whole, like the head of the city to come and sit in on that and like, listen to your solutions or be willing to hear like you know solutions you come up with is powerful and i feel like we can continue to do things like that and if there are issues that you are interested in that you feel like aren't talked about as much like find people in your circle mm-hmm. go and go on facebook groups go on linkedin like you know use social media for the greater good like there are advantages to social media like it's not just the shade room like you live there's literally so many allies for real like i be on my mm-hmm. facebook groups all the time
0: Yeah, to go off of that even more, like when I was looking, because for these college councils that Ignite holds, we like to have an elected speaker come speak at them. When I was looking for someone, I was looking for a woman and... Um, more specifically, a woman of color. And i just been looking around and I'm like, hmm, Joanna McClinton. And I was looking on her um, website on the city of Philadelphia and it had like an email for secretary, like the major office. But I decided to go on her Instagram and just like see if she would respond to a DM. So, you know, I sent a nice formal message through her inbox and she responded and i was like okay this is how it works great and um from there we were able to set up an event and things like that for her to come speak but i'm just like wow this is amazing to have this resource at your fingertips where you can connect with elected officials who you think are so like ah, oh. but they're just normal people and their job is to serve their constituents and their community so it makes sense that you would."
1: I do get that a lot. Like people are always like, I don't know how to reach out to so and so. Whenever we feel like they're in a higher power than us, and like I mean, definitely you want to be professional. Like you don't want to message them like you're like, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, like you know. And I don't know. Like I feel like that's that's what stops a lot of people. And I feel like if you guys listen to just what Kaya said, like just shooting your shot mm-hmm. in a professional manner will get you far. Like I've literally messaged so many people and I've gotten responses that I didn't think I was gonna get. Right. And I feel like they get more encouraged when they hear from people in a younger demographic interested, even. Mm -hmm. So, not every old person is against us. Yes, (laughs)
0: that is true. That is true.
1: But being that you have all this on your plate, I know you said determination, but like, I feel like not everybody could be a lawyer or an advocate. You know, what kind of spirit do you feel that you have that has kind of, how do I say this? That has kind of allowed you to put you in this position like you know like you, you knew this was your calling because since five you you know what i mean right like, right
0: okay so i would definitely attribute a lot of this to my grandmother she her name is late Shelly jones um and we, she had passed away at, when I was about 10 years old, so about 10 years ago. Um, and she was the first African-American woman to serve on her city council. And she served for three consecutive terms until she passed away and at 10 years old I didn't really know that I was like okay everybody loves my grandma because she can cook (laughs) but actually everyone had loved my grandma because not only was she feeding the community but she was like making more of these resources prevalent that like we have a homelessness problem so people need to eat and people need shelter and how can we create policy for that um and I didn't know that until I got older and I was like why am I interested in politics? Like, what is this about me? Because nobody yeah. in my family is, you know. No one in my family has went past um, undergraduate on to, like, get their, like, master's or, like, PhD or anything like that. Yeah. So if I do, like, I would be happy to just be the first in my family to be a lawyer or be a doctor of some sort. Um, and I think when it came down to it my dad was like well your grandmother's spirit just lives inside you like her devotion to political advocacy and like helping others is what really like brought this all together so when i realized that and i was like wow she's probably looking down at me like go girl um that just like keeps me moving forward and then also i mean i do this for me because i want to see these things happen but also my little sister on her being eight years old and like a person with so much imagination and like nothing in the real world she knows about yet so like all her dreams are like just flourishing and she's like i want to be a part of nasa and i'm like what do you mean and she's like i want to go on the moon and i'm just like that's so cool but just to show her that like as a woman of color like you can navigate through these spaces no matter what the structure of society already is like you were there to break that wall and like be a breakthrough. So I wanna lead the way, like lead her up the staircase to show her whatever she wants to do, she can do. I
1: think like I love your page. Like not even just like I just love your brand in general because like I used to wanna be a lawyer and stuff like that. So like when I came here and I like found you, (laughs) I was just like I don't know. It was just so nice to see how much you're always informing, literally, just your peers about like all the political political issues that are going on, and the fact that it's like you're a woman, you're a woman of color. Like, you know what I mean? It's just nice. It's just nice to see that. Thank you. Yeah, we've been crushing, insta crushing (laughs) each other for a few years now. I'm always like, yo, this my girl, Kaya. Like, Kaya's really doing out here, and I also like, I feel like even this year, like. You just had such a huge impact. Because, like, with me doing the whole women's health advocacy now Mm -hmm. um, and just hearing this stuff, like, these are questions that I have for myself. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know, like, I could go and, like, check up the council board. Like, you know, go sit on the council board. So, like, that's definitely something I'm going to utilize now. Um, And then just asking you about the spirit that you have to have to have that because it's the same spirit that you have to have to be an entrepreneur. Right. And people don't understand that. You know what I mean?
0: I'm not there yet (laughs) because entrepreneurship is a whole other beast.
1: But it's just – but at the same time, it's like I feel like you're taking – on just as much it's just in a different space Mm -hmm. like and I just feel like I've always felt called to help people um, and just talk about uncomfortable issues but I just had to find the space in which I can do it and Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like the space like the law space Mm -hmm. necessarily fit you know fit my brand and now I found my space and it's just like beautiful to see that like something I was interested in, like you're in that space and you're just doing such a great job. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, there's something
0: for everyone. And I'm so glad that you were able to find that because like, it's needed. We need representation through the media or through health and things like that of our women. So I'm so glad. <laughs> yes, we do.
1: Um, I wanted to ask you, what advice do you have for someone that wants to get into poli sci, um, I know you've been you went to Houston this summer mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you want to talk about that too a little bit more but like how would you what would you tell like a freshman or a sophomore like looking to get internships or just more experience within the field mm-hmm. something that you especially things that you didn't know when you first came to Temple Whew. okay well
0: um there's a lot I didn't know and a lot of self-navigating that I had to do just being a first generation college student in my direct family was like whoa, what do I want to do? Like, how do I pick a major just yet? And when I first came at, into Temple, I was a journalism major. Um, and I still am, but I took a political science class, and I was like, wow, this is really interesting to me. I love this. Let me make it my minor. And then I took another class, and I was like, no, by journalism. Like, I just want to be a political scientist or, like, something <laughs> like that. Um, and But I kept both majors and, like, ultimately loved the mesh of how it goes. So I, my first advice would don't be afraid to try more than one thing like pick what you like at the moment and like really dive into it like try to do your research on like even as a freshman because one thing I didn't realize until like junior senior year was like okay what job title exactly do my skills fit and also like can I best be utilized in this company like it's going to be a perfect match for both of us and that's still something I'm trying to figure out but if you just look up like what majors are political science good for? And like, there's there's a few options that I really like, and there's a few options that I never thought of. So just having those to explore. And then I would say with like internships and job opportunities, don't do the same thing all throughout your time at Temple. Like mm-hmm. I've had the um, pleasure of like doing an internship in DC, doing some here in Philly, doing some that I hated, doing some that I really liked. Um, paid and unpaid just to get all these different experiences and network with all these different people because um, before you know it you'll like realize like wow the political arena in Philadelphia isn't as large as you think and you're talking to someone and they're like oh I know this person I'm like I know them too so it's really nice um, to be able to do network and find all those options there and when it comes to law I just kind of discovered this um, last year that I was interested in going to law school and like what all it took to be there. So the first thing I had was like getting information. Like I need more information about this. You no know, one in my family has went to law school. What is this application process like? And I just googled some stuff. And also I just had an angel of a friend who sent me like all these um, pre-law programs to go to over the summer. And that's what I did. I applied to like ten of these programs, and I got into a few. Um, some of the ones I liked the most, where I got into one at Cornell, and all my family was like, oh, "You need to go there! You need to go there!" But like the, I also got into one at the University of Houston, and the curriculum there was so much better, and like all the things that it was going to provide to us um, as participants was like way more than Cornell gave for half the price. So um, that was my first option. I was like, I definitely want to see what Houston is like. Um, and that's what happened. It was really amazing. I was able to network with like judges and lawyers and like all these amazing people and just like be around other like minded people kids, students who were like, yeah, I'm planning to go to law school, and now we all hold each other accountable, whether that be that we're going to go like directly after college or like wait a few years. It's just nice to have a community that supports you and understands the things that you're going through. Those were probably the two of the biggest things that I learned from the program, but also like Studying for your LSAT and getting your recommendations, writing your personal statement and diversity statement. Those are all other aspects that come into, you know, getting into the college you want. So there was so many things I had to learn and that were a surprise to me. But ultimately, I think like going to that program definitely made me so much more of a like, great candidate for any law school and so much more informed.
1: So I think the biggest thing that I took away from all that you just said was pretty much advocating for yourself <laughs> and just moving with intention. Like I feel like a lot of people like whether in college or not like we just some of us just get stagnant or we just expect people to do the work for us. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's not how it is. Like and why would you want someone to do the work for you? Like if you know what you want, even if even if you know what you want and you don't know how to get there, like there's so many resources to learn how to get there. Mm-hmm. And It's it's just incredible how accessible things are to us. Like a lot we make excuses, but really a lot of things are right now to bottom fingers. Especially like with social media, like I can't stress it enough, like literally just on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And then like the people yeah that you're Instagram crushing with, just shoot your shot, like that, and then just do research, like educate yourself. Like if you feel like your classes just aren't doing the justice and giving you the tools that you need, then guess what? Like go on Google, type in like on YouTube, how do I learn this? Like, that's what I do a lot of the times. Like, honestly, truthfully, like I sit in class. If I feel like I'm not getting my money's worth or I feel like it's kind of wasting my time, I just figure out, A, how am I going to use this class to benefit me? Mm -hmm. Um, How can I at least use my teacher as a resource? Or let me just go on YouTube or just do my other work. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just always ways to go around it and I think that's something that a lot of our peers like need to understand mm-hmm. that you need to advocate for yourself because no one's going to do it, no one's going to believe in you as much as you believe in yourself. And I feel like the people you keep around you too are is, like the biggest thing. Yeah. Like you want to have mm-hmm. mentors. Yeah, you have your friends, but you got to realize your friends aren't like everybody serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean you have to have like um, like-minded people. Like now you have like a group of like your lawyer friends that are like pushing you know you to like you guys keep hold each other accountable about law school and like that's good. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people just, they don't
0: get that. Yeah, I would, another thing that I really want to share with the listeners um, is that, you know, you have to promote your best self and don't doubt yourself. Because I've now had the opportunity to, like, interview people and, like, see the other side of it, like, kind of, like, on an employer side of things. And, like, I would just... Like, you are so much better than you probably know and you probably think. And you just need to let them know that. And, like, that means don't downplay the success that you have already done. Like, if you're a part of an org and you're on the e-board and you did a whole bunch of things for them, you need to be talking about those. Like, those are the best things in the world. Like, up. Talk yourself and really sell yourself to whatever you want to do because like if you know that you're qualified, even if you don't check off all the boxes that a job requires, like you need to sell yourself, you need to tell them, you know, why they need you and what you can provide to them. And that would do wonders because I know so many people just miss out on opportunities because they think like, Oh, I'm unqualified to do this work. Mm-hmm. But if you know it inside of you, then like go for all those shots because you know one might go into the thing and i think that's what has really like helped me with success is i was just never afraid of not getting it um like after my freshman year or like during freshman year there were positions for Parliament open, and I decided to apply, and, like, you have to do a whole campaign and everything, and both of the people that I was going against, my opponents, one was a senior, and one was a junior, and I had never thought about that until, like, the middle of the campaign, because I was, like, I'm not gonna let that worry me, like, I'm gonna be out here getting all these votes, all these freshman votes, (laughs) I'm gonna be in the dining halls, like, at the bell tower, everything, and I'm sure they were not thinking anything of it, because it is such a, like, small role, but, like, that was the building step to get me to my next role and my next role and, like, lead me up to where I am now. So, like, I'm so happy that I wasn't intimidated by, like, oh, senior and junior. Like, yeah. you know, just go
1: for it. If you know you could do it, then try. I agree. I think something else that you just said, and you're, like, presenting your best self. <sighs> do, you <think> yeah. <laughs> do you think it's – do you think it's <laughs> – I want to bring this up because I have a friend. Um, she had just she actually just graduated and like you know she's in her big girl job, and you know how they say like employers they check your social, me- social media, which this is true, guys. Like employers do check your social media nowadays. Um, and so she even <laughs> went to the extent that she like completely changed her name on Instagram oh, wow. so she can like post you know whatever she wants to post. And how do you think that like someone, as a young professional, or even someone in your field, like. What do you think is off limits in terms of posting?
0: Cool, okay. So I think a lot of things are off limits. Like if you wouldn't feel comfortable with openly sharing it in a conversation with your boss, like you guys are sitting face to face, then don't post it on your social media. Or like at least post it on your close friends because you know exactly who's gonna see that. But even the Finsta, like, I've heard a few stories with people already getting caught up about that because you know, you'll let your nice coworker who you're friends with follow you on Finsta, and next thing you know, the whole office is like, oh, did you see Kaya out last night? and and like bad news travels fast so i would just definitely be cautious if you wouldn't say it to your boss to his face or to her face then don't post it on social media and um and also like create like i recently just did i graduated from just a personal page to a professional page and like a professional page is great because you're able to even if it links back to your personal page and your personal page is appropriate you still have this like source where you just have like all your accolades and all the awards and all the great things that you would like to show a company that you can be like yeah check my social media like My professional page is right here, and I have all my professional stuff on it. (laughs) And, like, that would be impressive to them because, like, a lot of people are trying to hide their social medias nowadays. So if you have something that you would like to show off and give them a more in-depth, like, scope of who you are as an individual and as a professional, that's a great thing.
1: Yeah, I think um, to add to that point, like, having a professional Instagram page is great because at the same time, it's professional, it's not stiff. And it's just, it's a marketing tool for yourself. And it's, it's a, it's an online portfolio that employers get to see, you know, Mm -hmm. what you do, but like also your personality. And also they can see how you engage with the people that are engaging with your content, which shows communication skills. And it just, it just gets to show a lot of you. So, you know, don't, Social media isn't used to work against you, and you do want to be cautious of how you use it. I feel like, I mean, like, if your personal page is you, like, with a glass of wine in your hand, like, that's not inappropriate. But, like, if you're really trying to get into the professional space and you have a video of you twerking, that's not. Yeah, that's, that's, (laughs) that's a close friend situation or, like, on your story for, like, maybe, like, two seconds type thing and also i don't know about you but i don't ever like having co-workers on social media uh, <laughs> i always but i think it's the kind of people i've always worked with that makes me not have and like people are just so and I, i've seen it like i've been in like the spaces where like i hear them talking about so-and-so and what they say on their yeah. social media so it's like what would like why would i want to add you on <laughs> <my> social media <laughs> yeah. um i definitely think it depends
0: on the space. I never added my coworkers in the past, but now working with Ignite, um, like, all of us are around the same age, so that's great. And even my supervisor, she's, like, 25 years old and, like, you know, from Baltimore and things like that, so, like, we're friends on social media because we have a lot to talk about and we share a lot of the same interests. So, I definitely think it depends on who your audience is because there are a lot of people that will, no matter what you post, they're going to talk about you, and... You just don't want that negative energy on your page. And I also don't care to see, like, what Sally and her daughter and their <laughs> dog are doing over the weekend. So I'd rather not. But if it's someone that I know is cool, someone that, like, you know, we have the same interest in things like that, I'll add them. Yeah.
1: And then maybe they could check me and be like, take that down. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess it really does depend on who you're working with because some people just, they're just they're just not it. Yeah. I <laughs> I've been in a lot of jobs like that, so. <laughs> but I want to I want to kind of ch- turn over. I feel like we've done talking about a lot of the roles you have here at Temple and just in general, um, but I want people to get to know kind of more about who you are outside of these roles. So okay. what are like three to five things that, it don't have to be your deep, darkest secrets, but like no one knows about you that you want your audience to know?
0: Okay, so something I recently picked up as a hobby is boxing um yes I went out while I was in Houston I went to this like all-female kickboxing regular boxing gym and it was amazing like I just loved it all the workouts and just like the space made me feel so good so I'm looking for anyone that wants to try out boxing with me and like keep going because I haven't had the motivation ever since but I know there's like this um boxing gym and center city rumble that i've been wanting to try out that seems super fun so that's one thing um something else about me i love to cook i really do um i i, I think i get that from my grandma as well because my mom did not cook at all um, I'm done. <laughs> and she's probably gonna hate me if she listens to this but um yeah i definitely fended it for myself so i think that's why i like cooking a lot Um, I just love to, like, mix up things and be like, does this taste good? And (laughs) now that I've grown older, I I just like to try out new things. And I got a man. He likes to eat. So we just cook it up. You got (laughs) to feed him. That's definitely something I like to do. And, hmm, what's one more thing? Uh, Oh, traveling. I definitely recommend everyone travel the world. I'm currently, I think I went to, like, nine countries so far yes what countries have you been to who rome portugal um spain Spain. the like london the uk um where else oh morocco so amsterdam which is in denmark and um france The Bahamas. Um and I feel like there's one more Oh, Jamaica. Okay. Dang. That's where I've been so far and I'm going to Puerto Rico in like two weeks. Really? Yeah. Before break. So I'm really excited about that. That is so
1: exciting. (laughs) I haven't been been out of the country since I went to Spain. And that was like two years ago. Almost. Well did you travel while you were in Spain?
0: Like how long were you there?
1: I was only there for a month, I, did, we went, to like, I went to places in Spain, okay. um, I went to Sevilla, I really like Sevilla, if I could live anywhere it would probably be Sevilla, mm-hmm. um, went to Toledo, I stayed in Madrid for my internship, and then I went to Valencia.
0: Mm, you didn't go to Barcelona?
1: No, I didn't get to go to Barcelona. I was triggered because when I was going to go, we had like a whole like weekend trip kind of thing. And then, like, the week I was leaving, they like went the next, oh, that the next week. Wow. Or like that. So, like, I definitely want to go to Spain again. So, like, I could go to Barcelona mm. and then, like, just more places. But yeah.
0: Barcelona was definitely the most lit place. Um, really? It's yes. so
1: funny because people say, like, well, actually, you know what? People say that they don't like living in Barcelona as much as they like living in Spain. Um, Madrid, because Barcelona's really touristy. Oh, that's okay. like that. But I did hear Barcelona was lit. I thought Madrid was lit, though, too. Okay.
0: Madrid was lit. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I
1: was... We were debating, like, do we go to Madrid
0: or Barcelona, and somehow like, we just ended up in Barcelona. But, because we want... No. It was because we wanted to reenact the Cheetah Girls. So, that's... But... Um, I would, yeah, I would definitely say travel, the world is so much bigger than the United States, and it's just so interesting to see different cultures, eat different food, and just have a perspective that some other people don't have, especially as a professional. Um, you sound so fancy when you're like, when I was in Paris,
1: and then it's like... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you I swear, like, I swear I've gotten, like, when I came back from that internship, whenever I would just be like, oh, yeah, like, I just had a business internship in Spain. Like, that was it. Like, they're like, okay, we don't need to hear anything else. Like, you right. got the job. Right. Because, like, other, um... I can't even think of the word. Applicant, Applicants. Applicants. You know, like, they didn't have that. So <laughs> it just, like, it just made you look good. Like, it's just, like, name-dropping. <laughs>
0: right. And you did it during, like, a study abroad type
1: experience yeah, 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 like yeah. That? It was, like, in the summer of my summer Okay. Year.
0: So, yeah. Um, definitely, you know, I would recommend everyone to study abroad because, like, most of those countries that I named, I didn't go to, like, from America. I went to within Europe. So it's really nice to be able to... T- book like a sixty dollar flight round trip to a whole different country and like that's exactly what you can do in Europe or like in Asia. So when you're planning out your trips, like definitely try to make it not just to China and back, but like spend a few days in China then go to Japan or like things like that because it's way more affordable and you get to see more perspectives.
1: Yeah, and like there's websites like one website I use is just Just Fly, I'm pretty sure. Um, I got my round trip ticket to Spain for super cheap. Uh, there's an app called Hopper, which is, Hopper is good. Hoppers just, like, just fly, like, there's always yeah. deals and sales, like, you're always gonna get them, and then if you're in Spain, just because I don't know if this is accessible in all of Europe, but Spain has, like, an Uber kind of system, it's called, like, Blah Blah Car, oh, wow. and, like, you can travel, like, Valencia was four hours away from where I was staying, and, like split between, like, the four, like, the three other girls I went with. Like, it was, like, $7 each. Wow. For a four-hour car ride. Like, obviously, read the reviews, like, anywhere you're going and, like, Airbnbs and all that mm-hmm. stuff like that, but, like, there are, like cheap alternatives when you're traveling places so just be mindful yeah and i also did go to spain because of the cheetah girls and i told i told the internship coordinator that she was like why do you want to come here like why should we give this to you and i was just like can i be honest and she was like yeah i was like because of the cheetah girls. <laughs> and it was just kind of like a moment of like she laughed but I, like i think she thought i was gonna say like i'm just kidding yeah. after and i'm like no like yeah, i after. live heavily by the cheetah girls <laughs> like i feel like i am who i am because of them and that's on that <laughs> And also, I want to go boxing. With him. Okay, yes. No, because my brother there. like he started boxing like a few years ago. So like and we had like this whole like boxing like set up in our basement. So like he would like teach me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, like I don't like really do it anymore because I don't have anyone to like box with.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> such a good workout and it's fun. Like I don't like just like boring stuff, and it's really hard for yeah. me to get active by myself. So I like to be in like a class environment, I'm, like sweat it out. Yes. So, okay. yes, come. On. The IBC doesn't offer? I don't know. I know they just have, I
1: know, I know. they have the, like, one boxing bag. They do, but I don't know. I don't think they offer um, boxing classes. I but, but, guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, before we go, we're going to have Kaya just drop all her social information and just anything that you have left that you want to share with the listeners, any piece of advice that you want to give to us before we okay. go.
0: Okay. Um, Okay, so my professional page, you can follow me at Kaya, that's K-A-Y-A dot Y dot Jones, J-O-N-E-S, and that's on Instagram. Also, my other page, my more personal page is K-A-Y-A-J underscore. And then my Twitter is Kaka Kaya. It's so old, but it's K-A-K-A-K-A-Y-A underscore. So you can find me on all my socials there. Also for upcoming events, um, Ignite is definitely gonna have some sort of holiday party in the beginning of December, so look out for that information. Or you can even reach me via my socials or my email at Kaya.jones at temple.edu or Kaya at ignitenational.org if you want more information on that. And yeah, stay blessed. Stay blessed, everyone. I know this is a very hard time with like all the work coming in and you just want it to be over and want break to come, but just stay focused on your goals and your dreams. You know, remember your why. Like, why are you setting out to do this? And everything will work out. You just got to claim it. Okay,
1: and for the okay. students out there, it's November, so you know it's crunch time, so <gasps> if you're failing that class, you know, let's work together, let's figure out how we're going to pass that class. Yes. If you're on the right track, just stay on the right track. We have, like, what, three weeks left until yeah. so the semester's uh-huh. over, Woo-hoo. so like Kaya say, just stay focused, and you got this. Thank you guys so much for being tuned in to Redefine Success. If you don't already know where to find me, you can find me at my personal page, which is Nyanka underscore Paul, which is N A Y A N K A underscore Paul, P A U L, and my business page, PP Alignment.
0: Thank you guys yes. for tuning in.